Hey there, Swifties! Welcome back for another episode of Secret Session Podcast. These are your hosts, Noel and Alice. And this is our third special session. Yeah, it's yeah. our third special session. It's episode 39. That means 13 multiplied by 3. So, <laughs> special <laughs> session. Yeah, it yeah. makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, we do math only for Taylor, <laughs> because yeah, yeah we're of course. always counting stuff, but only if it's Taylor-related. We're going to talk about the re-recording process, you know, how it all started and how it's going, and Fearless, Rato's version, and of course, Speak Now, Taylor's version. Yay! Um, we'll also obviously talk about what we expect from now on, which album will be next, and other stuff. This will be a really easy, chill chat between Swifties about this amazing time we're living in. Yeah, and we we still haven't freaked out about Speak Now Taylor's version on yeah. the podcast, so we have to. This is a special occasion. We we're going to talk about Speak Now Taylor's, but I still can't believe it did, it happened. Like, yeah, no, there it no actually happened. But okay, let's start from. The re-recording process. So the whole thing started in, we think, summer 2019. We weren't, like, immediately aware of it. Like, Taylor gave the news of it a bit later, I guess. But what happened there is that Big Machine Records sold Taylor's Masters to a private equity group, Ithaca Holdings. And this is an entity owned by powerhouse music manager Scooter Braun. We will say his name a lot of times. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Um, Trigger warning, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Jokes aside. Um, He then sold Taylor's Masters to another company, Shamrock Holdings, for a reported 300 million... What? (laughs) No numbers. $300 million. Yes. Back in 2019. So he bought her masters. She wasn't given the opportunity to buy them, which is wrong to begin with. So she doesn't own her first six albums anymore. So she did a very smart thing. She was like, okay, I recorded those albums in the past. I can re-record them. She had to wait five years to re-record her music. So, five years were um, expired in November 2020. I don't know five years from what. Five years from the original release date of the album and all of them checked out, but reputations. So, Scooter Brown owned her masters for a certain period of time and uh, as we said, then he sold those masters to uh, Shamrock Holdings and he did something wrong there because he knew that Taylor would re-record their music, but uh, he didn't tell that to Shamrock Holdings because, of course, those first six albums now are devalued, at least yeah. for now the, the three Taylor's version, you know? She was allowed to re-record her music starting from uh, November 2020 and at the time she was able to re-record from her first album through her fifth album and she had to wait until November 2022 to re-record Reputation because it was it, it marked the five years after it was originally released. 
Yeah. In November 2020, Taylor posted an update on Twitter to talk about this issue. And she said, For the past year, I have been actively trying to regain ownership of my master recordings. With that goal in mind, my team attempted to enter into negotiations with Scooter Brown. He would never even quote my team a price. These master recordings were not for sale to me. She also said that she was quote-unquote offered to own her masters back but there was like two things that she had to do first of all she had to sign an nda stating that she was not to speak about scooter brown unless it was in a positive way which i mean they tried to silence her yeah um yeah that's like a no and another thing they did they were like uh, stay with us in our label and for every new album you release you will own back one of your old albums yeah. so let's say if she released lover with the label she would have gained ownership of maybe taylor swift debut um, yeah. and right now she has released what like four new albums yeah so Brand she would own so she would four. have owned yeah yeah <laughs> but the point is like you records. know how folklore was so different as a surprise and i i think they would have never allowed her to yeah, to release some thinking. that she, kind of album she never would have released two albums you know three albums in two years i mean we wouldn't have had folklore and evermore to begin with if she had stayed with that level right yeah i i think yeah. so yeah <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> they, they, they had issues go? when she went from country to pop music and like from from pop music to alternative like are you kidding me no they i i don't think she would have been allowed to do that yeah that's like killing a person's creativity because yeah, it's yeah. music. It, who who cares if she wants to switch genre or something like that? I mean, we love country Taylor. We love pop Taylor. We love alternative Taylor. And so, like, I mean, it's it's because these no, I know the reason. Record labels, yeah, of course, they focus on the money part. Yeah. You know, they just yeah, they started maybe as a creative label it's, yeah but that's not what it's about at the end of the day yeah. you know and i mean even artists themselves often focus on that part i think there are very few artists like taylor that focus on the art part you know yeah yeah i think taylor is actually an exception in that matter yeah i agree but yeah basically uh, Scooter Brown demanded these borderline illegal stuff. And of course, she refused. On the same update on Twitter, she said that for the second time, her masters had been sold without her knowledge, because that's what happened. She didn't know her masters um, were sold first to Scooter Brown and then to Shamrock Holdings. Yeah, also and because like it, it wasn't a money problem for her. She was no, like, I'm, I'm willing to pay for my own music, which is so messed up if you think about it. Because like, it is. she made it. She wrote every single song she she's ever put out. 
So, like, why would you have to buy something that you made? I, I don't, it does, it really doesn't make any sense. The thing that I really cannot understand is how it's, how is it possible that an artist that is signed up with a label, it should be like this, the, re the record label um, finances and represents that artist in their creative process, but right now like it's always been like this way instead that the artist creates something not for the world but for the record label yeah. so when they sign up with a record label they're giving away everything that they've ever created with that label and that's fucked up in my mind that yeah i do not understand how that's normal you, you know what surprises me that Taylor doesn't have her own label. That's also what I was going to say. It, because it's weird. Like, it, it's it's not weird, but you would think that an artist like her, it's like she's yeah. one of the biggest on the planet, would have something like that. Of course, we don't know the reasons why. I'm sure she has like a million reasons why she doesn't have that. But like, I don't know, artists like Phoebe Bridgers, have their own uh, record label. I don't know. I really don't know. Or maybe it's just not that easy. So yeah, maybe it's easier <laughs> to ask know. that we don't know like anything about. We really that. don't know. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about this, um, but yeah, we know very little of this. But yeah, basically, in that update, she ended with a very iconic thing. She said, I have recently begun re-recording my older music and it has already proven to be both exciting and creatively fulfilling. I have plenty of surprises in store. I want to thank you guys for supporting me through this ongoing saga and I can't wait for you to hear what I've been dreaming up. Yeah. Dreaming up. That was, yeah, <laughs> that was so great. Yeah. Um, I like and this was right on November 16th, 2020. Yeah, the era store is happening right now, and and she's yeah. talking about the this process, and she's all always like so grateful that us fans like jumped on this train because she was like this was something that I really cared about, but I didn't expect anyone else to do. Everyone was saying that this would be a failure, and and it's not like it's not like and it's recently so like. You Fearless know and Rachel's version yeah. surpassed the original albums in streaming data, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. It's just crazy. But and it it's makes just sense. going to become bigger and bigger, you know? Yeah, but you know what? Like, the crazy thing is that on Instagram, like, her most liked post was the Midnight's announcement. And it was yeah. a brand new album. Uh, and it was yeah. exciting. It was like, yeah. And then she posted this speak now terrorist version announcement and it surpassed it. Million. Ten million like, likes. It's what? a recording of an album that came out like in twenty ten. I, I I don't it's not like nineteen eighty nine, it's speak now. Like Yeah, it's not, not even a like lot of one people. of the most famous Taylor Swift albums. Yeah. It's it's like it's more niche album. I mean it's my yeah, it's I mean, still it's not anymore, it's my but... favorite. I know that. I, know. Yeah. I I didn't think it would be such a big deal, 
but it is. I'm so happy about this. Yeah, and I cannot wait for Speak Now. We're going to talk about Speak Now in a minute. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> um, first, um, yeah, of course, I mean, we, we, we haven't talked about who Scooter Brown is, but I don't think it's necessary. I mean, he kind of was like behind the whole fake recorded call between Taylor and Kanye West. And I mean, Taylor has talked about Scooter Braun saying that he was a bully and that he was also like blocking her from performing her songs live. Yeah. I think that... that yeah, happened. it was like in late 2019 at the EMAs. She, yeah. she then ended up doing the like 10 minute mashup medley, which is so great um but at first he didn't want her to perform her songs that he owned at the time because yeah because he saw that as like re-recording them but she was literally like singing them live but yeah i think we've forgotten to mention the person who sold taylor's masters to scooter brown in the first place Scott Barchetta. <laughs> he has an Italian <laughs> last name, yeah. but I have to pronounce it like in the American way. And <laughs> it's like, I don't know, it's just weird. But yeah, yeah he is. was the person who, we can say, discovered Taylor. They started together. The label started yeah. that, he started Big Machine Records, and Taylor was the first artist in the label, and they basically begin the old thing together yeah he literally owns her everything everything yeah, yeah. and it's like and they had such this. a good relationship at, at least yeah. at first but you know there were some shady things going on i guess yeah i still don't understand how taylor was refused to buy her masters like I don't know. How was that justified? Like, how did they not even consider selling her masters to her? Like, I still don't get it. Yeah, I I don't know. But I think we will talk in depth about this in one of our future episodes. Because we will talk about the concept of music in Taylor's discography. And this, of course, is one of the main topics. So Yeah, basically in like three episodes, I think will start this mini-series that will end on Speak Now Taylor's version release week. So it will be pretty iconic, in my opinion. I mean, if the schedule works and nothing happens <laughs> between here, now and July, <laughs> it will be pretty iconic. This was like the first section of the episode where we explained the re-recording process and we ended by talking about the AMAs. And, I mean, that was iconic because if you um, picture that performance in your mind, that was when basically the first easter egg for Fearless Taylor's version dropping was, like, yeah, dropped. <laughs> the shirt with the album names on it and Fearless was, like, in the back and she yeah. turned her back and there was, like, Fearless capitalized and, oh my god, and that was the first easter egg, guys. We didn't know, of course, but that was the first easter egg. Yeah. Personally, I believe she didn't have all the re-recording order 
in 2019. I mean, maybe yeah, she yeah. had like a draft, but she changed her mind through. I mean, I think she wanted to start with Fearless because as as yeah, she said, yeah. Persevoli was 13 years late after it. Oh yeah, the... we're going to talk about that in in a minute. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> But yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I. I feel like she really didn't know what happened after Red. Yeah, but also after Fearless. But she did say, can I hint at something three years in advance? Yeah. And that in my mind was like, I planned this for three years. I don't know what happens after three years. Yeah. I, I don't know. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. In my mind, but, she, uh, okay. she knew she wanted to start with Fearless. And then at some point she figured it out. Like... Yeah, He knows maybe, more than yeah. we do. But yeah, so Fearless was the first re-recording yeah. we've ever had. Yeah. And it was released April 9th, 2021. Yeah. And in an interview with Republic Records, which is Taylor's current record label, label yeah. she explained, I always gravitated towards Fearless because I think that as an album, it was a real coming of age. I look back on that album and it filled me with so much pride and it was an album about hope and lessons learned and the effervescence of teenage youth and all that. What more fun than to go back and explore that. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. And also, as you said, it was 13 years from, you know, the original release date. Yeah. Um, she said also that she wanted to go into this recording process had first fearless had uh, first fearless yeah oh like God. it was an obvious choice yeah and i love that she she thought of that because i don't know maybe i was thinking no she's going to start with debut and fearless and speaking out oh yeah i'm so glad she, that she didn't that she chose a new order she really said i'm going to do this in my fucking way <laughs> one way or yeah, another it's her version it's like yeah it's her whatever version. she wants if this was a movie it's from peerless now so <laughs> everything anything can happen anything that was chaotic so in the prologue that she posted when she announced fearless Dylan's version she wrote Fearless was an album full of magic and curiosity, the bliss and devastation of youth. It was a diary of the adventures and explorations of a teenage girl who was learning tiny lessons with every new crack in the facade of the fairy tale ending she'd been shown in the movies. And then she kept going with, I've spoken a lot about why I'm remaking my first six albums, but the way I've chosen to do this will hopefully help illuminate where I'm coming from. Artists shoot on their own work for so many reasons, but the most screamingly obvious one is that the artist is the only one who really knows that body of work. For example, only I know which songs I wrote that almost made the Fearless albums. Songs I absolutely adored, but were held back for different reasons. Those reasons seem unnecessary now. I've decided that I want you to have the whole story, see the entire vivid picture, and let you into the entire dreamscape that is fearless. That's why I've chosen to include six never-before-released songs on my version of this album, written when I was between the ages of 16 and 18. These were the ones that killed me to leave behind. And this is a lie, because <laughs> we were happy is from her, like, first... 
first but, yeah, demo but she said CD. the same thing for a speak now terrorist version, and we know that Sparks Fly was written like in the debut era. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's like so funny it, that she lies because we know the truth. <laughs> yeah, still, I mean, it still makes sense. Maybe yeah. she rewrote some stuff as she. Yeah, definitely that. And then if if you wrote twenty five songs in a certain period of time and one song earlier, like you ignore the fact that that the song but, was written many years before. But yeah, obviously Fearless was the fe- first re-recording, and nobody knew what the re-recording process was gonna be like. We didn't know no. we would get vault tracks. And now we demand like 10 Voltrex for album. Come on. <laughs> so, the Voltrex are like the best concept ever. Yeah. And it's so wonderful that she she is able to go back and change time. Because that's not what happens usually, you know. But yeah. she is literally chasing down a new timeline. And yeah, she is choosing to give us new songs basically because we've some of them we've never heard before, obviously. <laughs> Some of them we have, and we cannot wait for them to be on the Voltrack list. Drop Blue Tennessee, I'm waiting for you. And so, yeah, it was great that she wrote this because she was setting down some ground rules for the future re recordings. We would like to read a part of the liner notes of the original yeah. Fearless because she explains why it's called Fearless and I think it's so wise like yeah he was so young stop yeah. it Taylor you're she makes me feel dumb but it's, it's fine. yeah it's she fine. does <laughs> it's it's fine <laughs> so there he goes this album is called Fearless and I guess I'd like to clarify why we chose that as the title to me, fearless is not the absence of fear. It's not being completely unafraid. To me, fearless is having fears. Fearless is having doubts. Lots of them. To me, fearless is giving in spite of those things that scare you to death. Fearless is falling madly in love again, even though you've been hurt before. Fearless is walking into your freshman year of high school at 15. Fearless is getting back up and fighting for what you want over and over again even though every time you've tried before, you've lost. It's fearless to have faith that someday things will change. Fearless is having the courage to say goodbye to someone who only hurts you, even if you can't breathe without them. I think it's fearless to fall for your best friend, even though he's in love with someone else. And when someone apologizes to you enough times for, for things they'll never stop doing, I think it's fearless to stop believing them. It's fearless to say you're not sorry and walk away. I think loving someone despite what people think is fearless. I think allowing yourself to cry on the bathroom floor is fearless. Letting go is fearless. Then moving on and being alright, that's fearless too. But no matter what love throws at you, you have to believe in it. You have to believe in love stories and Prince Charmings and happily ever after. That's why I write these songs, because I, I think love is fearless. Are you dying? I am, because of that letting go is fearless, because obviously you're reminded of the poem. And the trick to it all, you know? Yeah. No. yeah. It's all that letting go. Yeah. I also think that it's so beautiful that she still believes in these things she wrote when she was 18. Yeah. 
right she still believes in them i guess so like i see a lot of her right now like yeah right seeing these things i obviously read these lion notes but now that you're saying them the, yeah well, yeah it's quoting them i'm like oh my God. <laughs> yeah it hurts it fucking hurts but it's still so beautiful yeah and hopeful despite all of it it's yeah and this is why taylor swift is my role model you know <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. And yeah, beautiful. Uh, she wrote this stuff when she was 18. I didn't write this stuff when I was 18. As one does. Um, yeah. I don't know what I've written when I was younger because I think that at some point in my life I like I threw out like some things that I had written when I was younger. I don't know why. I was like, I don't want to see this. It's another version of me I don't like. And they're in the trash somewhere, like... No! And I don't know why! But I yeah, know. I wasn't running this kind of things. Yeah, I still have all my diaries. And... Yeah, I wasn't really, <laughs> oh like, God. able to have a diary. Oh. Well, I used to have what I called a little red diary. Because it was red, I don't know, it was... <laughs> I, I, I literally called it a little red diary. I don't know. <laughs> okay, that was cringe. But I used to write like once a month in that diary. And I and I believed it was like my diary. But I didn't write that much, you know? Yeah. And I had that diary for like three years because I didn't write in it, basically. I used to write a lot of poems and stuff. And that was in another notebook. Like, I didn't... Yeah, I didn't mix those two things. There was there was two separate compartments in my mind. <laughs> and now, like for the last couple of years, I've been writing nonstop. Yeah, I've started doing that and I love it. Yeah. Like I, I love, I love like going back and reading whatever whatever I was going through on a certain day. Yeah. And yes. maybe it's like random. Like on my twenty second birthday I didn't write anything except like happy free, confused and lonely in the best way or something like that. Obviously. And that's it. Obviously. And that's that and that's everything I have from that day. <laughs> but sometimes it's fun it's funny because like there's the most random shit. And I would love to know what 15-year-old Alice was going through on a random day. I think it's therapeutic that, you know, every night before going to bed, I just pull up my diary and I write. Even well, like I do that in the morning. But no, I do that at night. I, I do, do that, that in the like, morning? yeah. Oh no, I couldn't do it in the morning. I mean, I do, I sometimes I do that like, three times a day. I start my diary entry with, obviously in Italian, but today Italian? I did this. Yeah, it's the only way I write in Italian. Like, okay, I write in I, English. I write everything else in my life in English. <laughs> no, so that's I, fine. I have but to write something like... Italian or I will lose that language, you know? Yeah, I've lost it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't want uh, to yeah, lose no, that. I write in English because like I think most of the things I think in English. Like a, a lot yeah, of the times, and, and I don't want to translate easier. because, like, if I have to translate something, it's like I'm losing the the real meaning. But it's also like easier writing in English, right? Yeah, because you know it's not as personal, so I can write personal stuff, and it's yeah, like, yeah, true. it's not me writing. 
and yeah. so yeah that's yeah yeah it, and that's why i write poems in english it's it's just like a wall between me and that yeah that's thing it i'm writing you know yeah. in italian it would be just too much you no know? <laughs> too yeah. much but yeah the diary thing i do in italian because that, that's the only way i write in italian basically and yeah but i do that at night like today i did this and did that and by the end of the diary entry i'm like i am so sad i heard <laughs> it's, like, it's a process you know yeah. i have to to tear down some walls before getting there <laughs> and it's mm -hmm. funny when i'm like reading that stuff years later i was like oh my god that was so dramatic of me yeah but who cares <laughs> Like, it's your diary. You're the yeah, only know, person nobody... who's supposed to read yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, how did we end up talking about diaries? But yeah, Fearless Liar Notes, we love you. And then something crazy happened. Um, I mean, okay, between Fearless and Retro's version, obviously, there was a uh, Wildest Dream Steelers version. And that and... happened, and we're so happy it happened. And oh. it was the first song that I learned how to play on the guitar. So oh, cool. It was very cool when I learned that. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, Wildest Dreams happened. And before that, obviously, the announcement of Retro's version in June. June 18th. Okay, yeah, you remember the exact date, thank you. Yeah, because I think it's Scooter Brown's birthday, or, like, the day before his oh. birthday. Oh, right. <laughs> beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. She started the prologue for Reto's version with this. I've always said that the world is a different place for the heartbroken. It moves on a different axis, at a different speed. Time skips backwards and forwards fleetingly. The heartbroken might go through thousands of micro-emotions a day trying to figure out how to get through it without picking up the phone to hear that old familiar voice. In the land of heartbreak, moments of strength, independence and de devil-maker rebellion are in intricately woven together with grief, paralyzing vulnerability and hopelessness. Imagining your future might always take you on a detour back to the past. And then she goes on saying, musically and lyrically, Red resembled a heartbroken person. It was all over the place, a fractured mosaic of feelings that somehow all fit, all fit together in the end. Happy, free, confused, lonely, devastated, euphoric, wild and tortured by memories past. Like trying on pieces of a new life. And yeah, she ended the prologue to say, this will be the first time you'll hear all 30 songs that were meant to go on Red. And hey, one of them is even 10 minutes long. And that's when uh, every Swifty in the world died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? Like, I mean, that was a big deal. That, that still is deal. a big deal. But we had known for years that we had a 10 minute version of All Too Well. All Too Well was always a fan, a fan favorite. So. Of course you want more of your favorite song <laughs> and we got more and it's we got more. perfection still can't believe we have it like yeah no that's wild we have it there was a time when we didn't know all the lyrics to all too well time in a version and that's crazy yeah i love that 
Oh my god. But yeah, that was an iconic time to live in. In the original liner notes for Red, she said, there's an old poem by Neruda that I've always been captivated by, and one of the lines in it has stuck with me ever since the first time I read it. It says, love is so short, forgetting is so long. Can I add that she put this quote at the beginning of the All Too Well short film? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And she, yeah, it's exactly what Red is about. Yeah. She explained the Red relationships, you know, the ones that went in our daylight episode. Exactly, exactly. And yeah, I was going to quote that thing we did say in the daylight episode. Um, there's something to be proud of about moving on and realizing that real love shines golden like starlight and doesn't fade or spontaneously combust. And she said, maybe I'll write a whole album about that kind of love if I ever find it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yes. <laughs> you can more... see me. I'm going like through multiple. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I mean, they cannot see Breakdowns. us, but I think they can picture yeah, yeah. us in this moment. But yeah. But I mean, she love... felt that way, so it's good. She felt like she had found it, and yeah, for a while exactly. she did. The love she describes in red is treacherous, sad, beautiful, and tragic. <laughs> That's it. Okay, so we asked, we were going okay, let's, asking let's, ourselves some questions and giving you the answers. Who made yeah, the questions? A, a personal we Q&A, did. like... <laughs> we did, but okay, yeah. let's start. Yeah, let's so, start. Where were we when she first announced Fearless and Rattelous version? So, okay, I'll start by saying this. As I said other times on the podcast, I've always liked Taylor's music, but I became a Swifty with capital S, we can say, when Red Taylor's version (laughs) came out. So I don't really, really remember where I was, when she she announced announced those albums, but I remember trying to open the vault. (laughs) It was so fun. (laughs) Like, of course, I was aware of Taylor recording her music. It was so fun, like the vault, the vault thing. I was like, oh, she's so like me. And <laughs> I remember being so excited. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, um, I became a fan with Folklore, but I became a Swifty with the capital S with Evermore. So, <laughs> Alice, you know that because I kept... Sending you like a text today, listen to folklore, listen to evermore, and okay. you ignore no, me. I'll, and... I'll talk about this. I okay, m- my relationship with music is weird. Like, I spend I <laughs> times where I am listening to 10 different albums a day and I listen to new albums too. And there are other times when I really don't listen to music aside from like the same three songs and it happens when i'm either very happy or very sad and that's what happened in 2019 i guess i was very happy so i didn't listen to the whole lover which was stupid but and i know i'm aware of that and in 2020 i was very sad so i didn't listen to folklore when it came out or evermore when but i 
I had them on my list because I have a list of albums that I have to go through. Yeah. And I mean, I like a couple of months ago, I listened to an album that I had had on my list since 2018. So it's not that I didn't want to, it's I had to find the right moment. But yeah, I was stupid, so shame on me. <laughs> I understand that, actually. I understand that. But yeah, I kept I kept saying to you, please listen to Evermore and Folklore, because I know you love them. I know you love them. And, and yeah, you did love them. So. Yeah, I didn't have doubt about that. But yeah. yeah. But yeah, and I needed a swifty friend to talk to, because... I was so obsessed, but the, I didn't know anyone who who was as obsessed as me. I mean, you know me. When when I'm so obsessed with something, yeah, I, I just... Yeah, I keep going, you know? I just I yeah. don't stop. <laughs> okay, so... I became a Swifty with Evermore, and... <clears throat> so I was waiting for the first re-recording, and I remember writing down the capital letters of the Fearless Stars Vision prologue. Like, the... You know, the, the product yeah. had random capital letters, and random. obviously, I didn't know April 9. the extent of uh, Taylor's yeah. Easter eggs dropping. So, I, I was like, okay, that's weird. I'm just going to write them down before I even like thought of Easter eggs and stuff like that. I was like, let's try it, it seems like fun, and it was fun, and yeah. I couldn't wait to do it again. And I'm telling yeah, you, you know, the Speak I, Now yeah. Vault is. Um, I, I expected, I expected on uh, June sixth because she announced it on five five. She's releasing it on seven seven, okay. and of course something has to happen. It makes sense. Six. Like it makes sense, if she yeah. doesn't do that, like that's a missed opportunity, Miss Taylor. <laughs> yeah, right. If she doesn't, and... I will. And... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we know the ball tracks, so. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about the vault tracks in a minute. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I kept thinking, this is all so much fun, I can't wait to do this again. And then I became what I am today, <laughs> you know, a person that analyzes constellations and does more calculation than when I was in high school. <laughs> yeah. Again, that's only for Taylor, like only for her. So, for the Rattles version, I remember clearly where I was. Um, I was in the swimming pool. <laughs> not a real swimming pool. I'm obviously not that rich, but <laughs> my parents had, like, built, um, um, like, plastic thing. Swimming pool, right? Not the one, in, like, in the ground, okay? okay. And so, that, that summer, I just spent all, the whole summer in that fucking pool because it was so fucking hot. <laughs> And that day I was in the swimming pool. And then um, Taylor dropped the vault for red. And I was like, oh my god, <laughs> oh my god. But I couldn't get out of the swimming pool because it was really, really, really hot. So <laughs> I just, I asked my mom to bring me like a scrap, scrap piece of paper. And I just began writing down the letters and stuff. And then, you know, it was a crossword thing. So I just... Yeah, and that's how I unlocked the vault in the swimming pool, <laughs> sweating my fucking ass off. <laughs> and then, of course, I spent the next three hours in the pool crying while listening to All Too Well, thinking about the 10-minute version. 
And yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's what I did on June 18th. That's what my diary has as an entry. <laughs> then, what is our favorite re-recording? Okay. So far, we're at Taylor's version. Because it felt so personal to me. It was released right before I turned 22. And so this time, I was the age that Taylor was when she originally wrote that album. And I found everything to be so relatable. Yeah, so we've understood from this podcast that how relatable a song is to me is very important for my ranking. So, yeah, it was relatable. Yeah. I liked it more. But, yeah. Well, Red TV for me too. Like, it has my favorite of all tracks. And at the end of it all, I'm just a sad autumn girl to the bone, you know? So that's, yeah. <laughs> that's my album, you know? Yeah, it changed my life. So, what are our favorite vault tracks now that? I mentioned those. Um, I will pick one from Red Taylor's version and one from Fearless Taylor's version. Okay, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. that's the yeah. only the only way I can do that. Um, Go for it. Uh, we're not considering also well ten minute version, right? No. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. So <laughs> I mean, that's obviously the first. Yeah, that's top, the top answer. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, okay, so aside from that, it's nothing new featuring okay. Phoebe Ridgers. I love the concept. I um, It breaks my heart a little bit that she felt that way more yeah. like, yeah, 10 years ago. But yeah, we're still here. We love her. I don't know. I really like that song. I like the lyrics. I like the... I like everything. I like how the, their voices work together. And I like that they sang it live. And it was so good. Oh yeah, at the rare store. Yeah, 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 beautiful. And from Fearless, Taylor's version, it's Don't You. I just I love know. it so much. <laughs> I know that's your whole track. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, for me, oh, God, I mean, okay, you said nothing new, so that was one of my answers, but obviously I can't not have one answer so i'd say better man because i just love screaming that bridge in my car yeah at like night and the production the lyrics i love everything about that song even if i like can't relate that much to that song but yeah it's amazing and another answer would be forever winter yeah so good Oh my god, I, oh my god, (laughs) one thing I started doing, I just switched the gender in Forever Winter, so instead of he, I say she. So that's how it's relatable, you know? (laughs) Okay, now I'm concerned. (laughs) No, no, it's not fine. (laughs) I mean, Alice, how can you say... You're not con- you weren't concerned before now? <laughs> no, I was, but like Okay. <laughs> um Yeah. Forever Winter has a sp- special place in my heart. And from Fearless, Vault Tracklist, I would say, yeah, don't you? It's beautiful. And also you all over me. Yeah, like, that's yeah up there for me too. When she um, dropped it before, you know, the whole album. Yeah. 
and I listened to it, I was like, oh my god, like, this is what fearless could be. In my mind, that song is so fearless, but it's also like so different from the rest of fearless. Yeah. Obviously, it's all about, you know, also the production. I don't know, it just changed something in my brain. Like, before Fearless Tell's version came out as a whole album, I was like, oh my god, I, I am not prepared for this album. <laughs> yeah. Now that I think about it, because obviously we didn't know how it was going to be. Like, no. we didn't know it would, it would be, like, exactly as the original. So when that dropped, I was like, oh my, oh my god, maybe she will change things. Maybe she yeah. will do things differently, you know? But yeah, that song, amazing. Amazing. What about our favorite recording album cover? Because I've seen people um, debating this online. Yeah, I have a debate going on in my head. Uh, <laughs> I um, So far, if I have to be honest, speak now to this version. I understand. That's the one. Okay, I'm, I'm obsessed with speak now. But... <laughs> Um, it's understandable, Alice. <laughs> in general, I want to say that I like that uh, in both Fearless, uh, in both the cover, the cover of Fearless Taylor's version and um, Speaking Out Taylor's version, she's like turned to the other side, and yeah. I like that. I I don't know, I'm so obsessed with that. <laughs> the other day, I was telling it to my mom. I showed her <laughs> the, the Speak Now CD that I have and the other one. Like, can you see that it's flipped and she was like okay <laughs> why and i was like because that's her version it's like i don't know i like it <laughs> oh my god uh, but yeah. it's amazing our how our mothers do not understand obviously <laughs> the extent of our nerdism <laughs> No, but the funny thing is that I was so excited about speaking out Taylor's version, of course. And I told my mom and she and she was like, But you knew that it was coming. I was like, Yeah, I knew. I didn't know when. And she was like, Yeah, but you knew. I was like, it could have been like twenty twenty five. I can't wait until twenty twenty five. She was like, Oh, okay. And then she goes, What about international dates? I was like, Mom This was a victory. Yeah, just, Today was a good day. Putting salt on our wounds? What? <laughs> it was funny that she was like, what about international dates? Like, she knew that I was waiting for those two. Yeah. <laughs> so it was so funny to me. But yeah, um, so um, back to the cover aside, I don't know how to choose. And also, can I say, the Sweet Mountain version so so great because the the background in the original version is white and in her oh, version yeah. is black so it's like she's embracing the darker side of the album yeah. which yeah. is so interesting yes Thank and you i was saying. thinking about one thing that freaked me out like mm -hmm. track 19 will break our souls like oh, I, God. I don't know if i can survive <laughs> Oh my I'm god. I'm not sure. <laughs> we will have a track 19 for Speak Now this version. Yeah. Oh and my it god. will be a bold um, track. I, I am not ready. I'm not ready. The third bold track. Yeah, so my favorite cover. <laughs> <laughs> um, my favorite cover would be Red, third version. 
I so my ranking is red, speak now and fearless. I think red transversion cover is simply iconic. You know, the color palette, the hat, the pose, the the car, the red ring, like yeah, which is like so in the foreground, clever. and that's like the title, yeah. but it's not written, but it's there. You know, it's red because that's the red ring. Oh my god, I'm it's, it's I so, love so, everything so about that cover. Yeah. Oh, now that I'm thinking about it, fearless and red transversion were like extracts from the Evermore photo shoot, right? Yeah. Speak now. It's like a whole other photo shoot. Like she did that. I didn't even so think about it. Now. Yeah, I think about oh this. Oh my god. I'm thinking about this right now. Oh wow. Yeah. Yes, new photo shoot. Or, or maybe yeah. the, the same Evermore photo shoot, but it's fine. More it's photos. She has curls. The curls. Yeah, curls. she. The she, curls. <laughs> she's definitely bringing them back. I hope so. I love those curls. But I mean, I, mean, I, I understand this before. This my struggle. favorite air is the red era hair so yeah. <laughs> i i still love you know fringe and um bangs and straight hair that's my that's yeah. my ideal look but the curls in speak now era original speak oh now yeah era, yeah no, amazing great. amazing now let's talk about finally speak now Tiro's version like an hour into the episode sorry now um, <laughs> into the episode, you will uh, listen to us speaking about speak now, now <laughs> for like another hour. But so it was announced, which is a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and how it was announced, like in the most gorgeous way, on May fifth, Taylor's concert in Nashville. We are sure that everyone has, has seen the video of. Taylor um, announcing it. I, I think I've seen it like a million times from every different angle yeah. and <laughs> yeah. I liked it. Okay, so she was like, yeah, I have a surprise. Uh, if you look to the screen, um, I will show you. And then she turned and the speaking out of version yeah. cover was on the big screen. No, I swear. Like... <laughs> Are you kidding? Imagine those people who were there. Like, how can you go on with your life after that? I have no idea. I have no clue. Like, I wouldn't be able to do that. So, of course, when it happened, we were sleeping. Yeah, of course. <laughs> we were asleep. It, it's always that way. And, like, okay, I, I stayed up once for opening night. Yeah. And I saw it on a live stream. But it was like in the middle of the night. It's not something I can do every weekend because yeah. like my body cannot handle it. Yeah. Like it, it just can't. I'm sorry. But yeah, it happened where we were sleeping and... Yeah. Mm. And we were not expecting that to happen. Like, okay, we were and we had been expecting that to happen for so long. And yeah. that day was a clowning day. Yeah, it was. Okay, almost every day is a clowning day. That was a big clowning day. And I remember that Taylor had posted that thing on Instagram for the preview show. She was like, next with the purple heart. Oh, yeah. And I remember telling to my sister, who doesn't give a shit about this, 
I was like, so hear me out. Taylor is announcing Speak Now Taylor's version next week in Nashville because Nashville it's where she started everything and how powerful would that be if she announced the, her version of Speak Now in that city where there are those people who yeah. messed up with her. Yeah, I mean, the first album she wrote entirely on her own right yeah. down the street from Big Machine Records. I mean, that's fucking amazing. Yeah. I love that she did so, it. So, yeah, we we were clowning. We predicted it, but <laughs> I didn't think it would actually happen. Like, okay. I remember opening Instagram and and there was the photo <laughs> and I was like, is this an edit? Because we, we yes. had like a million edits. Yes. And, and then I saw it was Taylor, I was like, oh my god, like, yeah. uh, what is happening right now? And, and I was still still asleep, and I, I was freaking out so hard. Yeah, and, and, I, and I, like, I, don't know. I woke up at 10 in the morning, because it was like yeah. a Saturday, so obviously I was sleeping in. And I woke up, and like... A million um, notifs from our chat and I was like oh my god something fucking happened and, and, and I had so called you the, so the, yeah and I the had first thing I, I, did I had a like, call from okay, Alice I was like oh my god her. if she's calling me something big happened and I, I was asleep yeah, I was like oh my <laughs> fucking god <laughs> I was like panic attack okay and so I opened our chat and obviously this this is a thing about uh, my house in Rome. It doesn't have like internet connection at all. It, it just sucks so much. So nothing was like loading. Like I had like 20 messages and they were loading. And then I saw the picture. Like I didn't see the fully loaded picture. Okay. But I saw the, the purple and the hair. And I was like, oh my God, it happened. <laughs> And it just called yeah, you. No, like, oh my god, it happened. Surreal. And I didn't even know anything. But I just called you and you told me. I was like <laughs> crying. Yeah. I, <laughs> and yeah, I gave you the info. <laughs> yeah, she gave me all the info. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. So that's what she wrote in her in her post for um, yeah. Speak Now Terror's version. It fills me with such pride and joy to announce that my version of Speak Now will be out July 7th. And by the way, we predicted it. Yeah, we did! We predicted it. We did! And, yeah. Once again, <laughs> we're right. Yeah. Let's ignore all the times we were wrong. But. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then Taylor said, just in time for July 9th. If you know, you know. Uh... If we know, of course we know. That's my, my favorite know? song. <laughs> so, I always looked at, looked at this album as my album, and the lamp in my throat expands to a quivering voice as I say this. Thanks that is such you, a lyric dear thing. Reader. That's, yeah. That is a lyric from a vault yeah. song. Yeah, and if it's not, it has to be. Like, <laughs> it has to be. <laughs> I'll steal it. <laughs> Thanks to you, dear reader, <laughs> it finally will be. <laughs> I first made Speak Now completely self-written between the ages of 18 and 20. The songs that came from this time in my life were marked by their brutal honesty, unfiltered diaristic confessions and wild wistfulness. 
I love this album because it tells a tale of growing up, flailing, flying, and crashing, and leaving to speak about it. With six extra, with six extra songs I've sprung loose from the vault, I absolutely cannot wait to celebrate Speak Now Taylor's version with you on July 7th. I consider this music to be, along with your faith in me, the best thing that's ever been mine. Yours, Taylor. I love this. That's ever been mine. And that's like, yeah. yours. And in the song we have, in the album, we have ours. <laughs> so yeah, I saw people um, theorizing that yours will be a vault track. <laughs> it would be so fun. Yeah. Like, mine, ours, yours. Yes. And... I mean, she said twice that Speak Now to this version will be out July 7th. Is there something, like, why would she, would she say it twice? <laughs> the only <laughs> thing that comes to my head is like, in the office, Michael Scott says, New York, New York, the city is so nice, they named it twice. <laughs> and it's like... <laughs> oh my god, and... We have all the easter eggs here, right? Wild wistfulness. She said wild in a bunch of posts before announcing. Oh, th that's, that is wild. Because like <sighs> she capitalized a bunch of words. And in the last, like, last five posts, we have capitalized in order. Well, wild, wow, wild, well. Yeah. Which is like, yeah. you can read it from... Yeah. What's that? I don't know it What's in that? English, but it's something. The, the W's are, I don't know. Oh my god. Growing up. She said, growing up. And then he's obviously never grow up. And then he's crying, obviously. So, I read that some people think she hates Speak Now because she wrote a very short prologue post while the ones from fearless and red were much longer i just want to say she did the same thing for midnight in the post on social yeah. media the prologue was short and concise but if you open the liner notes it, it is way longer and full of That's extra like things the most perfect thing ever yeah so i think she'll do the same for speak now tv like she will yeah say more in the liner notes i don't know it's I, yeah. I I don't see it as a negative thing. Like she doesn't obviously hate speak no, now. Guys. Why <laughs> do people always have to see negative things? I don't know. Everything. Like, aren't you happy that we're having speak now third version? And I also saw people saying that speak now will be shorter than Fearless and Red. I mean <laughs> It yeah, happens but it's that some albums are shorter than others. I don't see it like a negative yeah, thing. Yeah, she scrapped the uh, acoustic version of Back to December and Haunted. Yeah, but I think she still While, like, Fearless had the, the piano version of um, Forever and Always. So if you, if you put that out, it's the same length. But I think she'll do um, them. I think she will release no, them. No, I don't think so. No? I don't think so, no. Oh my god, but I love Haunted Acoustic Version. So now we want to say the liner notes from the original Speak Now album. Speak Now or Forever Hold Your Peace. 
The words said by preachers at the end of wedding ceremonies all over the world, right before the vows. It's a last chance for protest, a moment that makes everyone's heart race, and a moment I've always been strange, strangely fascinated by. So many fantasize about bursting into a church, saying what they kept inside for years, like in the movies. In real life, it rarely happens. It did happen real to Taylor, right? Thing. She was on an episode yeah, of New, New Girl. Girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she did it. For real. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Real life is a funny thing, you know. In real life, saying the right thing at the right moment is beyond crucial. So crucial, in fact, that most of us yeah. start to hesitate for fear of saying the wrong thing at the wrong time. But lately, what I've begun to fear more than that is letting the moment pass without saying anything. I think most of us fear reaching the end of our life and looking back regretting the moments we didn't speak out. When we didn't say I love you, when we should have said I'm sorry, when we didn't stand up for ourselves or someone who needed help. Yeah, and then she goes on saying who these songs are about, what yeah. the songs are about. The, the end is interesting. And she says, there is a time for silence, there is a time waiting your turn, but if you know how you feel and you so clearly know what you need to say, you'll know it. I don't think you should wait. I think you should speak now. Love, Taylor. P.S. To all the boys who inspired this album, you should have known. Oh my god. See? Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Iconic. Oh my god. Speak now, Taylor. Would eat Reputation Taylor alive. I also like the part where she says, Words can break someone into a million pieces, but they can also put them back together. I hope you use yours for good, because the only words you regret more than the ones left unsaid are the ones you use to intentionally hurt someone. Yeah. That's so mirable coded. Okay, so what song do we want getting out of this Big Notary version vault? Because. Hmm. Okay. So we have only six vault tracks. Like, not only, only, but like, we have six vault songs. There are so many songs that we want, but I think if we have to pick six, I mean, the, I know I want Let's Go Battle. Yeah, that's um, that's exactly what I was going to say. We want, but that it's song. N- it's not it's not self written. But I saw on Genius that it, it was self written. No, it's not. That's my problem. That that's my issue. It's how it's who is not. the co writer? I don't know. Because I'm not sure it was a co-written song. Let me check. Oh, here Ingenious says that it's so pretty. Yeah, but that's what I, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, but I'm sure that I've read somewhere else that it's not. Like, because that's my favorite unreleased song. I know, I need that song on the ball tracks. I can't find anything. Yeah, I cannot, because it's a self-written song. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, if it's self-written, then better. Yeah. And now okay, I'm curious so to know the final title. Cause, I it's mean, Battle. So, is it uh, Battle? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think so. I don't know. Like, um, um, I think that Bye Bye Baby was called One Thing. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking of. 
I think that she would go with battle because it's more iconic as yeah. a title yeah. and us fans refer to it like that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Then we have Castles Crumbling. Oh yeah. That's yeah, we know it was crap from Speak Now. Yeah. Yeah. It has the best title ever. Yes. Yeah, and it reminds me of Call It What You Want. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> my Castle Crumble Over Yeah. <laughs> so I want that song. What? Yeah. Okay, then I wrote in the script Fire. There's obviously like um, a master list of the unreleased songs Taylor wrote. And this song, we don't know anything about this song. We only know the title and then it was on the 23 demo CD, but we don't know anything else. But I don't know, for the title, I think as, you know, just title, that's so red-coded. Oh yeah, it is. So I think it would be good on speaking out, like, fire. And then she put it on Reputation Terrors Yeah, version. exactly, that's, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Then we have Drama Queen, yeah. iconic song, it leaked uh, earlier this year, alongside with all of the girls you loved before and need. Yeah. So it's it's very better than revenge. Oh yeah. I I didn't know if she would put this on the album, given that also better than revenge is a bit controversial. But, but it's not that controversial, okay? Can I just... No, I okay. know, but no, like, let's talk about this because will she fuel that fire? I don't know. That wouldn't be so bad. I don't know why fans are so focused on Better Than Revenge, it's not that bad. Like, she wrote stuff that is no. way <laughs> darker than that. Like, I wouldn't, like, want a lyric change because of that mattress thing. I don't know. No, me neither. And we talked about this. Yeah, um, we did. In I Bet You Think About Me, she sings, and the girl in your bed has a fine pedigree. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, she's is... calling her a uh, B-word without yeah. doing that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so, I mean, I don't, I don't know. So I, don't I, know. I think that Drama Queen wouldn't be that bad of an addition to the vault tracks, you know? And then we have Matches, yeah. that is the most Speak Now song ever, I guess. Yes. <laughs> and yes. Like, but oh, I, don't think she, I don't think she would title it Matches. I don't know why. Okay, I would like it. Like, yeah, but matches. I don't know if she would. I don't, I don't know. We don't know any lyrics from the song, no, right? No, no. So it's about football matches. <laughs> or I don't know. Sports. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, like, I'm on the bleachers and you're... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what? No, oh she left the bleachers references to Fearless. <laughs> Speak now, it's yeah. not about that high school drama thing. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> um, it would be so fun. Like, <laughs> it's not about be, like, matches so to light, but just <laughs> football matches. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, I guess another fan favorite for this vault track list is Revenge, like R-E-V-E-N-G-E, -E -E. <laughs> and I guess it's Spelling very... Spelling is fun! Spelling is fun, exactly! <laughs> 
Yeah. I mean, it's very similar to Better Than Revenge, but we need this. Okay, so just please. Yeah, Sarah. but in my, in my mind, actually, if I think about the Speak Now vault, it's a lot like Better Than Revenge. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, I think it's so like too. the reputation vault. I just, I, I'm expecting that. Yeah. It was like I'm speaking too much. So, <laughs> yeah. Then I guess the last song that we would put is Who I've Always Been. Yeah. So I thought of this song as the closing track for Speaking Alternate's version. Vault tracklist, yeah. obviously. I mean, it's so, it fits so perfectly in my mind. Yeah, it does because it's like, it's basically about a competition that yeah. there was between her and this other singer. We don't know if. Yeah. if the other person was real or not mm-hmm. but yeah and she's like she literally says like I gave my blouse wet and she was yeah you. exactly and so there think, are very yeah. similar lyrics in that song so I don't know it would fit in a self-written album exactly. in an entirely self-written album and yeah, it would be so cool yeah. I think that's it for the vault but what's next after speak now but in general what are we most excited for the the recording we're most excited for okay so i'm torn between two Mm -hmm. i have to say because i'm really 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 excited to listen to the view because i need those songs with her mature voice like i just need it um, but I also can't wait to listen to the Reputation Taylor's version vault because I have no idea what to expect. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, something sassy, but <laughs> actually I have no idea and I'm so ready to be surprised. Um, same goes for 1989 Taylor's version, but I mean, Reputation has a special place in my heart. Yeah. So, yeah, this answer is not an answer but yeah <laughs> but i agree and the reputation vault yeah i mean definitely debut for me too like those vault tracks it's obviously i think it's the the most known vault track list <laughs> in the fandom because there are so yeah. many songs from like early taylor that we would expect yeah. to find so in I, the vault I'm, track list yeah and also debut is like her shortest album, right? Um, yeah, I guess so. I guess I think it had like 15 songs total. I think 11 or 12 are in the standard edition. Yeah. Then we have like three more for the deluxe. Yeah, so even with the bonus tracks, it's still the shortest, I guess. No, maybe Reputation is the sh- shortest. No. no. No, Reputation has Reputation 16. has 15 songs. 15, okay. It's okay, maybe not like half and half, but I expect more than six vault tracks for debut. Yeah, 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 same. And I, I need those vault tracks. Like, I, as I said no, before, like, I'm, real. I'm waiting for Dark Blue Tennessee. And. Yeah. Nevermind. I love Nevermind. I love Nevermind. I lie. Yeah. I'd, obviously, I like Permanent <laughs> Marker, I Heart, Question Mark. Yeah, I think that's going in because it yeah, was right. on the Beautiful Eyes EP. So yeah. I think Beautiful Eyes, another Beautiful song Eyes. that is going to be on the full tracks. Yeah, so so many songs that I'm so excited to hear Taylor's version. And also like Taylor's Country Roots making a comeback in the, in the charts. 
truly iconic. I mean, yeah. I also obviously need, as you said, the Reputation Turtles version Voltrax, like as soon as possible, yeah. please. I need those songs. I'm so curious to know those songs. Okay, and I mean, we've been hearing online about the double drop theory. You know, the, the theory goes that after Speak Now, she will, like before um, the release of Speak Now, Turtles version, she will announce 1989 and she will drop that album like right after Speak Now or something like that. But personally, I wouldn't want that. I, I think you agree with me. I think it's like yeah, Speak Now, Turtles version needs its own era. Like, why would we cut short the Speak Now Thoughts version era for 1989? Because that album is going to obscure, like, shadow all the other albums ever. Yeah, no, I I, I really need Speak Now Thoughts version to have its moment. Yeah. I mean, if we get a double draw, I, I know I wouldn't be able to appreciate every song yeah. as I should. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't complain, but... No, obviously you wouldn't complain, but, <laughs> but it's it wouldn't be... like... I need yeah. every album to have its moment. Yeah. I personally believe in the manual, it's a clock thing theory. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you just picture the, the man music video wall. For now, if you think about that, the album titled Order, um, it, it fits, like... We have in order Fearless, Red, and Speak Now. In the middle of that, there's Karma in black. And that's like Karma, the song from Midnight's, because Midnight's was between Red and Speak Now. And then if we go in that order, the next re-recording will be Reputation. And then there's Taylor Swift, so debut, 1989. And finally, at the top, like at 12, there's Karma in orange. And I guess that will be like TS11 or something like that. I, I mean, in my mind, that's Karma, the lost album, but I don't think it will be that album as TS11. Um, I don't About the next recordings, I, I just have one theory. And my theory is that um, she will release the Reputation Taylor's version in 2025. Mm -hmm. And here's why. Because it's the year of the, of the snake. Oh, yeah, yeah. And by the way, 1989 was the year of the snake, too. Oh my so god. Iconic. Iconic. Um, I mean, she's doing that. She's doing that. Um, I, I guess... About the others? Yeah. I have no idea. Like, I I think I'd go on with my thought that 1989 would be after... Yeah, after yeah. I think it would make more sense. Because she has already two singles, and 1989 is still, like, one of the most streamed albums ever. She's actually actively losing money, you know, not having 1989 Turtles version. Yeah. So it would make sense to for it to be right after Speak Now. I think it would be best to have it in early 2024. Yeah. Yeah, like six months for Speak Now to have its moment. And then gradually 1989 Turtles version. At the end of the year, like, Reputation for New Year's Day, obviously. And then the last recording. Yeah, but the year of the snake the starts later. So that's... Yeah, but like for I the year that of the snake... on New Year's Day she will release the single. Oh, maybe, yeah. Like, the yeah, right. New Year's Day. That would make sense, yeah. But yeah, 
that's confusing. We don't know. The Easter eggs are there for 1989, so I think that's more obvious. But Yeah, but we have some sort of Easter egg for everything. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> I know. But yeah, we're still excited about all that and we can wait. Yeah, we're for excited now, about everything. Yeah, but for now, Speak Nothers version is coming out on July 7th and we cannot wait. Um, I need to postpone an exam because I cannot <laughs> study that week, obviously. <laughs> I, I was kind of lucky because I have my last exam on July 6th. Yeah, 6th. you are lucky. So... I'm supposed uh, so I can spend the the entirety of July 7th and like from the day on from that day on listening to just speak now to version. Like you it would mean what I have to do. You will be expecting some episodes about speak now in the future. Like yeah, obviously we're going to talk about this album a lot. And yeah, yeah. we we have a few episodes scheduled about speak now yeah so so like we don't want to change the plans no because i really really like <laughs> this plan like yeah i really, I really like it too. yeah because we can we could go uh into different directions and we were like okay let's see if she announces something and like two days after we said that she announced speak now zero's version and we were like yes Perfect. The music series. <laughs> yes, exactly. So let's recap a bit. Um, last week we talked about Getaway Car. We're entering the last quarter of the <laughs> Illicit Affairs series. So um, yeah. today you have this special session, which is like an exception, obviously. Next week uh, you'll get... Uh, another song from the Elite of Fair series, which is not really Getaway Car, like that old Met Gala thing that happened in 2016, I guess. And the week after that, you'll have the continuation, like story-wise, of Getaway Car, and and that and that will be like the last song from this series. And after that, we will begin with the music chapter. So. Can I say the first song we're going to analyze? Oh, yeah. You're on your own kid. We will analyze you're on your own kid. Yeah, of course. <laughs> we'll talk about that and we'll be that will be like the summary of Taylor's career up until now. So that's a great yeah. way to start this series. And it will end, as I said, exactly the week of Speak Now Television release day. So yeah. cannot wait for that. Okay, I think we're we're done. <laughs> We've been talking for two hours. It's like. two hours and one minute long. This recording, I don't know oh the episode. I I will have to like <laughs> do a lot of things to edit this episode down to like an hour. No, one an hour <laughs> in my dreams. No, an hour and a half, basically. Uh-huh. Maybe. Oh my god. So we we hope that you. You got snacks before because like oh my god! If you oh were god. on a long commute, like yeah, I, exactly. I think you've arrived by this <laughs> point. Um, I don't know if if someone will listen to this until this I know. point. I think we need to point to be like timestamps. Yeah, um, I was thinking about here that, yeah. that happens. 
Because that's good. We could do that. We could do that. We talked a lot about <laughs> a lot of stuff. Okay, so that's it. That's it. Thank you so much for listening. If you have reached this point. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations. We're sorry. Yes. But we're not. Like we're not really. No, we're we're not. But yeah. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. You can find us on Instagram at Secret Session Podcast, on TikTok at Secret Session Podcast, on Twitter at Secret Session TS. You can we're on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, so yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> so you can give us a five-star review on every platform. Please yeah. do that on multiple platforms. <laughs> and you can also support us by giving us money uh, through uh, our coffee. Coffee, yes. Coffee, yeah. Coffee. yeah. <laughs> or, um, yeah. We clearly have some problems. We have to save up for the international dates, guys. <laughs> Let's start yeah. thinking about that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think um, that's it. So, bye. Bye. <laughs>